So we got it. Okay. Happy birthday, Star. Happy birthday, Star. And, and, and. And. How? And. And to new beginnings. New beginnings. Yes. And. Cheers. And, and I'm still accepting birthday gifts. All right. <laughs> Period, sis. Mm. All month. All month. All month long. Woo. That was nasty. So how was your weekend? Girl, my weekend was so good. Um. I can't even tell you what I did other than I'm moving, <laughs> getting a new apartment. Okay, nice. So I'm so happy about that. Um, what else did I do? I really haven't been doing much. I've really just been focusing on me, focusing on um, the other podcasts, you know, just trying to maintain that and, um, you know, working and everything like that. But, you know, same old, same old for me. How's your weekend? How was your week? Um, my week has been good. Um, uh, just working, um, working, but not working, working on the podcast, but mm-hmm. that's basically it. Just working, working all the way around. Right. Um, that's how I feel. Just like busy, busy, busy. And I can't even remember what I did, but I know I was busy. I was doing something. Right. Um, all right. So. Hey, Ash. <laughs> Hey Ash. All right, so let's let's go ahead and, and get into the topic. So I know everyone has been um, seeing the hashtag on social media and stars, and now uh, let me turn the background. It, it sounds sounds loud. Turn that down. But anyway, so I know that everybody has been um, you know seeing the the hashtag and stars, and also now the new hashtag that says um, in SWAT. So. Um, uh, there's a lot that's been going on um, in Nigeria, and it's basically the same shit that we deal with here. But it, it kind of seems like theirs is is a lot worse. And you know, we deal with a lot with police brutality, and you know, black men getting killed down, killed in the street, or whatever. But um, their SWAT over there, they've been protesting. Um, they've been protesting ever since October. Um, when a young man was killed by one of the officers. Now, it's been a peaceful protest that's been going on over there, but they're saying that um, 11 people was killed 
five police officers during the protest that they were having. Um, you know, some media is reporting that 10 people, some, some people are reporting less, but they're protesting with the police brutality. They're protesting with um, them, like, arresting them, like, racially profiling them for rape. Okay. Yeah, so they, they torture their their victims. Right. Um, so what 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 is your take on this? I'm just I don't know. Like I'm just you know kind of confused as to why they would ban it, but then they would still also um, ban protesting, knowing that they've already banned SARS and that they've banned um, this type of police brutality. But what I read up on was they put into place these committees and all of these um, programs to help stop police brutality and to really, you know, um, train the police and teach them how to deal with their citizens. Unfortunately, it's all been just a joke because they they haven't done anything to change it. And even with the president saying that he's going to ban something like this, they're still allowing the police to go out and kill protesters. Right. So it, it says a lot about what America is teaching other countries, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Because if they're doing it here in America and police are getting away with it, then why can't they get away with it in other countries? But you got to think about it. In other countries, it's been going on for a lot longer. And Yeah, and their whole government system is corrupt. It is corrupt. So, I mean, ours is corrupt too, but theirs is corrupt on a level to where... I would not want to live in that type of um, environment. You, you get what I'm right, saying? Right, because it's a, yeah, it's, it's completely different. But what I'm saying is be, because they're looking at America, all countries, they, they idolize America. That's just the truth of it. So if other countries are seeing the way that we handle our government, they're going to take complete abuse of it because they know that nobody's really watching. Right. There's so, nobody to, to govern them. Right. So a lot of celebrities have been um, doing the hashtags as well. I've seen Nas and Rihanna do it. Uh, but the, the head of the police um, said he did announce that SWAT, well, they, they said that they're going to ban SARS, right? But they said mm-hmm. that they're going to let SWAT handle um, their duties moving forward. But they're basically saying SWAT is just another name. For yeah, it's the same thing. The same thing, right. Um, but he was basically saying that, you know, the officers will have like a psych evaluation, a medical, um, examination before they re, before they're redeployed. So you're basically putting the same people back out on the streets. No. You you get what I'm saying? So that's just like how we talk about police reform, um, in America. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, with police reform, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But yet nothing really changes and the same people that was out here racially profiling and um you know using excessive force you're retraining them and you're putting them back out you know in the streets but even though you're retraining them nothing is really changing their mindset on how they look at black every day You, you get what i'm saying so yeah they have they have to take it more seriously just like having to take it more seriously here in america they have to really understand their citizens and understand what their citizens need from them, you know, from their country. And they can't have police out there called SWATs and SARS. That's not normal to call your police force a SWAT. Like, what do you think of when you hear SWAT? You know, it's not normal police, not to me. It feels like, you know, like the army kind of. So imagine your whole entire country being governed by the army. That's your police system. Right. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a fucked up situation and, and you know, I pray that, you know, things change over there because you gotta think about it. The shit that we're facing, yeah, it's it's a lot of shit that we have to deal with and it's like it's you know, always a hashtag every other week, but imagine the shit that, you know, other countries have to go through when they're facing police brutality and, you know, the, the government and it's just filled with, with more corruption than it is here. It's it's just a, a real sad situation. So you know, prayers for them, hoping that things do change. Um, yeah. Now, speaking of things that's changing for us, so, you know, Ice Cube, he did receive a lot of backlash um, in regards to a meeting that he had with Trump. Now, I, I didn't understand why people was giving him backlash because he's been all for Black people. You know what I'm saying? He's been 
for um, making a change. Mind you, he doesn't have to do it. Like, he has money. You know what I'm saying? He has money, and he's good. But for him to kind of to step out of his comfort zone or in his rich world or lifestyle, for him to try to put something in place for Black people, I thought that that was pretty dope of him because he's been speaking out against a police brutality for years. So I don't, I don't understand why people think that he would basically sell out. I thought that that was really, really stupid. Um, I think the issue is that he partnered or is trying to help Trump on his campaign. When in this case, it's like, do you think he really should have helped him? Do, do you think like it's necessary? Or do you like, like what do you think he should have done? Hmm. Is what I'm, Ice Cube. So no, I think he, he did the right thing. This is, this is what people didn't understand. Ice Cube went to the- No, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about people. That's what I'm saying. Cause they're saying, that they don't appreciate what he did because he partnered with Trump. It's not really about what he's proposing. It's the fact that he partnered with Trump. It's not a partnership. Like, that's what people are not like. Some people don't like to read the facts. And, and Ash, I didn't read the whole thing, but I did hear that his, his um, what he outlined was, was really good. But he didn't, he didn't partner with anybody. What he did was he reached out to the Democratic Party and he also reached out to the Republican Party. Now, the Democratic Party said that they would um, they'll contact him after the election. So right. here's somebody that's trying to put something in place for black people and you you want to get our black vote, but you're telling him, oh, okay, yeah, we'll wait to after the election. So you're mm-hmm. putting all of these policies in place, but the policies that you're putting in place, it's not to help black people. It's for minorities. I'm not a fucking minority. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because minority, that category falls under every fucking body at this point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if he's trying to put something in place and... Um, Specifically for Black Americans. For Black Americans. Yep. It was called, um, I think it was the contract. The Platinum Plan. The Platinum Plan, right. The contract with Black America. So Trump's administration said that they were willing to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he, um, but, but Donald, not Donald Trump, um... Ice Cube went on, um, he spoke with Roland Martin today, and he basically said both of the plans on both sides is flawed, is lacking, is lacking a lot. And he said that, you know, if if the Trump administration is willing to hear him out and come to the table with a plan, you know what I'm saying? He said he's willing to look at it. Who wouldn't be willing to look at it? Not saying that we like Trump and we want to vote for Trump, but the army... But the, the things that are going to be put in place, they're going to help us. They're going to help put us forward. Yeah. He's trying, to, he's trying to bring millions of jobs to Black American people. So for people to... And, and I think... I honestly think people was just really trolling. And I hope that he doesn't... He doesn't seem like he's even, like, entertaining the bullshit. But no. I hope that, you know, he don't let that... Um, did you guys hear his response? So did, did you hear what he yeah, said? I heard him. Yep. Yeah. I heard it. So um, yeah, he's, he's not worried about it. He's just saying like, we have to do something, you know, like every, like he's telling the truth. All politicians, they're all the same, no, you all know, no matter what, right. they're all liars. They're all going to do what they want to do to get the vote. That's what's important to them, getting the vote. They don't really care about you specifically, right. but if they're putting things in place for you, um, specifically, then you need to pay attention to that. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Trump, but I'm a fan of the plan. Yeah, and uh, and it makes sense. I'm a fan of the plan too. But like, yo, instead of the Democratic Party not wanting to hear him out before and implement yeah. prior, so and it's like they don't. They need to be catching on. The black vote, right? But they don't want to offer any benefits to the black people. They're just saying, oh, well, if you're black, you I know you ain't gonna vote for Trump. But it's like the thing is, is like you're not putting anything in place for black people, but yet you want. And you would think that they would, especially if if Trump can advise and revise and you know, add things to his plan, then that means that Joe Biden can do the same thing. Right. So So why isn't he trying to do something that is for just black people? Right. Um, Do you want to read a little bit of the um, the comments? Because I I don't want to see anybody. Yeah, let me get up here to... um, Ash says, if even 70% of the contract was to go in effect, it will benefit the black community greatly. Yes, it would. Um, Vantage AC says the platinum plan will be a game changer. I support it. Mm-hmm. I said he isn't partnering with Trump. Trump was the only one who agreed to speak with him. 
Simone Nelson said, hey, Blue Things. Hey, Simone. Um, hey, Mom. I said, the Democratic Party effed up because the contract passing even 50% would have definitely helped them win the vote. Right. And and that's that's my thing. Like, they're not looking at it in that light. And I just feel like they're leaving, they're basically leaving us out to dry. And I feel like every fucking election, we're left out to dry. They want the black vote, but they don't want to offer any benefits. Everything comes under the table as, oh, well, you know, we're going to help the minorities. Oh, well, we're going to, you know, it's like we're getting trickled down benefits. You know what I'm saying? But we're, the trickle down benefits is, is basically um, dispersed amongst everybody. And if there's enough left, then yeah, black people, you know, may reap some of the benefits. But I don't understand why there can't be something specifically in place for black people because you have stuff specifically in place for the LGB community. You have stuff um, specifically in place for any other type of um, nationality except for fucking black people. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like we're always left holding an empty fucking bag when it comes to um, getting all vote for um, in the elections. I, I just feel like, you know, you, it is good to vote on a local level. You know what I'm saying? Because that really affects us, and especially like the um, the court system. I think that's the most important vote, honestly. That is really, really important. But I just feel like, you know, we're always in a fucked up position when it comes to voting and how they, they try to sway. They try to play us against each other like they oh well you know the democrats are not doing this for you guys and then the republicans that come out with their shit but it's like both of y'all are full of shit you know what i'm saying yeah so right now you're basically just voting for the lesser evil you're voting for the person who is going to have more of a benefit for you specifically or that you know you can agree with some of their terms right but I feel like, um, and before we just jump to the next subject, I just feel mm -hmm. like, you know, they may have, because um, he said he never met with Trump. He said he's not endorsing Trump, any of that shit. But he said, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I, I just feel like, you know, sometimes they'll meet with you, but even though they may not, you know, entertain what you're trying to, um, the, the plan that you're trying to put into action. But, you know, I, I feel like, at this point, I don't think anything is going to change. I mean, I could be wrong, um, but I just, I just feel like nothing's going to change at this point. I just, it's, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, the Republicans are not playing fair because in California, the Republicans got caught planting unauthorized ballot boxes around certain communities. Yo, how crazy is that? Like, and then they admitted to the shit. So. Like, this whole election shit is going to be so crazy because mm -hmm. you you think about the... So I did a I did a mail-in ballot, and I don't know if I should have did a mail-in ballot, but I don't want to go and stand in those lines. Yeah. With COVID, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just... And a lot of people are like that. But now it's like, damn, if is my ballot even going to fucking reach the, the, <laughs> the right place? You know what I'm saying? Right. I just... I don't understand how they're gonna really secure this whole election shit like it's just it's yeah. crazy to me yeah i just don't understand it because how are you saying that you were intending to collect it and give it to um election officials how do you do that but yes and fake drop-off boxes like exactly which is completely illegal it's called like kidnapping of ballots or some some shit like that you know but it's know. just it it just shows exactly how the election is gonna go because Trump's response to it is well the Democrats um did it why can't we do it? But not only that like like <laughs> um with the whole debate the presidential debate and him supposedly having COVID like I don't really believe it because he's all about you know oh let let me see the paperwork he wanted to see Obama's birth certificate and all of that but nobody's seen any positive. Um, results or negative and you're out here in the yeah. street, you're in the cars you're doing these fucking he was expecting for people to feel bad for him so and he can gain a vote i don't feel like anybody feel bad no i don't I think well, his supporters but you know how can you bounce back after fucking three days and just be out in a yeah. that makes no sense but and that's the thing that i'm concerned with with um the kamala harris situation too mm -hmm. they're trying to bounce back in three days too 
Well, I know one of her, two people, I guess somebody on the, on the aircraft and then one of her administrative, they tested positive, which she was mm-hmm. on a flight with them. Um, but they were supposed to be wearing their N95 mask the whole time. But um, her campaign is at a halt. But Joe Biden, he's still supposed to be like continuing his campaign. She tested mm-hmm. uh, negative twice. But I think they're going to do another um, another test just to make sure. But I'm going to read the two topics. Um, I mean, the two um, responses. So Vantage said that I don't think either party will do anything that will directly help the um, black community. I agree. Um, Ash says, I don't trust that. If I can't stand in line for groceries, I want my vote to be in the right hands. Yeah, and I, I know. And the crazy part about it is, you know, even though you want to make sure your ballot goes through it's like you're still risking getting coronavirus you know what i'm saying from some stranger that you're standing in line with you know yeah i'm definitely gonna go out though to vote i just feel like safer that way i just feel like i know exactly where it's going i just with all this new shit going on i don't trust the mail-in or anything like that i just don't trust it i'm not there yet it's all new to me Oh, my cousin just sent me my cousin just sent me some crazy shit talking about some y'all need to call me ASAP. I don't know, but that shit like that shit looks crazy as hell. That's flying in the air by him. Um but what was I saying? Oh so like a UFO? I, Hold on. It looks something like that. <laughs> oh hell no. I said, what is that? Uh, but anyway, so with the whole presidential debate, like I know you guys watched it. And mm-hmm. I know that um, we were supposed to have another debate today, but it, they ended up canceling it because of the whole cor- um, Corona shit or whatever. Um, right. But, you know, I feel like he, like when they were having the, the debate, like Trump shit was a shit show between him and Biden. Yeah. And Kamala and um, um, Penn, whatever his name is, Pence, he, um, that shit was a shit show as well. But I felt like they both wasn't really answering questions that they should have been answering to get votes. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like they weren't. Around the, around the wheel. And then it's like, I, I don't know if, if Biden is trying to keep his fucking, whatever he's putting on the table, like he's trying to keep it a, a secret. It's just, it's really weird. It's really, really Well, weird. I mean, I know Biden has a lot of like dark, I don't want to say secrets, but a lot of dark history. You know, he's yeah, been so through a lot. And him and um, Malik. But I just felt, yeah, I just felt like that whole debate was just, it was, it was, it was an argument. It was never, you know, them trying to address the actual questions because even the um, who I don't know what he would be called, the indicator, the commenter, <laughs> yeah. the questionnaire. I don't know whoever the hell he is. He was trying to calm them down. Like there should be, there should be none of that in a debate of somebody trying to calm you down or somebody trying to bring you back to the actual question. Just answer the question and move on. If you guys don't like each other, then save the conversation for later. But you guys don't have to keep going back and forth at each other, bringing up personal stuff, bringing up Joe Biden's son. I don't care. Like at the end of the day, yeah, you don't do that. You know, Joe Biden's son passed away. You don't do that. That shit was crazy as hell. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, that was wrong. But um, so um, she said that you will be able to scan your ballot to track it. I'm a, I've already spilled out for it, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> I, I'm not going to um to go stand in that line. Um, but anyway, so shout out to Rihanna. Mm-hmm. She was one of the um self-made uh, richest woman. She was a, what was she number two? Thirty-three. She was number two on the list or three? There was a few. Number 33. Oh, number 33. So, um, mm-hmm. well, I'm talking about the list between, they posted it on the on the Shade Room. So it was uh, Kylie, uh, Kim. I don't know if, if she was before Kim or what, what the situation was. But, mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel like Kylie is self-made, though, because her family already had money. What do you think about that? I mean, I guess you can say that, but at the same time, it's like, we're not counting the before money. You know what I'm saying? We're counting the money that she made off of her businesses. 
So right. you can't be self-made if you was already in a position to where your financial status was good, and then you st- and then off of that money you built an empire. You know what I'm saying? So if you started mm-hmm. from scratch and really didn't have anything and you came from nothing, that to me I feel like that's more of being self-made. Self-made, yeah. I definitely feel like Rihanna deserved that because I feel like she's been getting so much backlash from everyone just where's the music where's the music where's the music but nobody's paying attention to the stuff that she's actually doing and she's making so much noise just with her businesses alone her her music is amazing let's not get me wrong but she has a beauty line she has a lingerie line like she's doing a lot with, doing uh, with and not only that yeah, she's doing movies yeah she's doing movies but um makeup seemed like that's the that's the way to um to make money so we might as well come out with a makeup line. <laughs> and I don't even wear makeup. But um, I wear a lot of blistex. Maybe I can come out with a line. Like <laughs> a chapstick line or something. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm not really into the whole makeup thing. But it just, it seems like people are really making money off of that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because for her, for, for Rihanna, like she made colors that are specifically for black women. Mm-hmm. Like it took years for them to come up with certain shades that fit different colors because for a while even myself i was mixing foundations and mixing con- concealers to come up with a perfect shade when now i can just get a shade that actually fits my skin color yeah her shade is her her shades are, are really on point for for, um, yes. for black women yo i tried the mask for uh, i tried the mask when uh, um when i got married yo and Yo, I hated my makeup. I hate. I didn't. I didn't know who I looked like, but I didn't look like me. I hate <laughs> because I just felt like it just didn't match my um my skin tone. I, I don't know. I hate right. That. It should be an effortless match. Yeah. All right. So we can um we can go ahead and jump into the relationship topics. We didn't have a lot for you guys this week, but um go ahead. Do you think? Okay. So <laughs> my first question is actually for the men. Um, if your woman who have you who you have been with for years gets pregnant and then asks you for a paternity test, what is your next move? So the the woman would be asking him. Oh, the woman is asking. So this was this is my question too. Like I seen um, I seen where there was a topic about. Um, men taking paternity tests even if you're married and Mm. i mean to some degree i could really i can see it because how these chicks be nowadays they just be sleeping with you know different dudes even though they're they're married so i can i can definitely see that and you've never heard of a girl asking for it that makes me feel like she was out here doing her thing she's asking for a reason that's because she was out here out and embossing. She don't know who that baby is for. Right. I feel feel it's a fucked up situation, especially if you're married. Like, imagine you being happy about your wife being pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And then (laughs) when the baby's born, she's like, yeah, so I'm gonna need you to take a paternity test. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, That shit's a fucked up situation. Yeah, you already told on yourself. As soon as you asked me for that paternity test, like, as a man, I already know what's going on. Like, I already cheated. Right. Okay, so what about this, though? What about if, um, you know, you're pregnant and you're, like, to your dude, like, hey, you know, I just found out. I took the test. I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then when the baby's born, he asks you for a fucking paternity test. Like, right there in the hospital, like, hey, when the baby comes out, he looks at the baby and he's like, oh, okay, um, can y'all do a paternity test? <laughs> while y'all are in the room, yo. Like, how would you feel about that? That's even more disrespectful because he looked at the baby and asked for it. I'd be fighting. Like. <laughs> but if you if you felt like that your wife was stepping out on you, I mean, sometimes a dude can tell if that's their baby or not, but be to be on a safe side, if you know that your, your girl was on some type of whole shit, I would ask, yo. I would. If I was a dude, I would ask. And, yeah, I would just feel completely disrespected as a woman in a relationship or in a marriage or whatever it is. Like, don't disrespect me, sir. 
but also you have to flip that around. See, so now you see how you feel disrespected. So look how the guy's gonna feel. He gonna feel disrespected too. Like, bitch, what? Like, right? Know? No. Well, I well I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't ask uh, my man for a fucking fraternity test. That's the way to shit. Yeah. Like, why the fuck? Like, I you know who my baby daddy is. If, if you've been out here doing your thing, then I ain't got these whole problems. Right. I put that. I put that in the past. <laughs> So another thing, um, so I don't know if you guys seen a few weeks ago, Jeannie Mai, she was on um, her, what is their talk show again? The Real. The Real. Is it The Real? Yeah. Okay. Girl, I don't I don't watch those TV, those daytime TV shows. Anyway, is that, is it The Real? <laughs> but anyway, so she was on um, her TV show and she was basically saying mm-hmm. that, you know, when she gets married to Jeezy, she wants to be um, submissive and, you know, things like that. Like, oh, I feel like, you know, if, if I'm going to be married, I want my husband to lead and things I like that. I agree with it. Okay. Okay. I'm glad that we're discussing this because we have to. <laughs> okay. All right. So why do you agree with, with that? And, and anybody, I agree with it. I'm in, please let me know your opinion. Go ahead. Okay. I agree with this because I'm an independent ass woman. Mm-hmm. So I do so much already. When I'm at work, you know, I'm in charge. When I'm, you know, out, I'm in charge. Like, it, I'm always in charge. I'm always busy. I'm always doing something. So when I come home, I want my man to be able to be like, you know what, babe? I got this, you know? Let, let me take care of you. Let me rub your feet. You know what I mean? And then, you know, then I'll do for him. Like, it's, okay, wait, maybe maybe I'm getting it wrong. Yeah, your face you is telling me I'm getting it wrong. Yeah, you get that's, it. That's, that's, that's him submitting to me. <laughs> maybe I lied. Maybe I don't want to submit. Maybe I like submission to me. <laughs> to me, I feel like being submissive is like letting your guy lead, letting him run everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're being submissive to him as far as like whatever goes on in the household and just whatever like he is the leader well well, yeah yeah tell me what you when I come home I mean I don't want to say him leading me as in telling me what to do or telling me how to be that's being submissive but but I feel like as if you know if you're going to be in charge of the household Mm -hmm. is that what you mean like being in charge of the household like taking care of things I don't know because at the same time I don't I don't know how I feel I just can't because I need to. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> so I need to know what's happening. Follow the leader. So yeah, I don't feel like shit would get done if I wasn't the leader, <laughs> or we wasn't on the same. You know. So that's my thing. So it's like, yo, it's you know, you can be submissive if you choose to do that to a certain extent. I feel like um, <laughs> I feel leave it to like, the bedroom because right. But I, I feel like at a at a certain point, it's like. I don't need you to be, I'm, I'm not on, I don't want to be on no follow the leader type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, if, if we're doing things equally in a household, mm-hmm. then we should equally have um, responsibilities and be able to do things equally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. like it's to me, I just feel like people, like a lot of women, they kind of go based off of, like the olden days like you know what i'm saying well let me let me ask do you ever have your moments where you're submissive i know i do have moments where i'm submissive to my man it's not all the time it's not lead me i'm following you you tell me what to do but you you must have submissive moments i mean but like when like when we're having sex or like when When you're having sex or just when he feels the need to take charge because especially when you're in a partnership and you guys both go half and half half and half sometimes men just naturally want to you know just do extra so that you feel comfortable you feel like a woman you you feel taken care of so there's those times where you just have to feel submissive so I, I mean, I don't feel like that's being to uh, to be honest. I don't feel like it's being submissive. I feel like sometimes, like for instance, if your man want to go above and beyond and be like, "Yo, I got mm-hmm. this. I'm gonna I'm handle this or whatever," I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a part of being submissive. He's just saying like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this. You don't gotta worry about anything." You, you get what I'm saying? So to yeah. me, I feel like being submissive is just to like listen to your man. I don't know if that falls under you're gonna cook and clean and wash <laughs> the clothes and all of that. Yeah. See, I don't think about submissive of like the, the 1950s time. I think about, you know, being submissive as obviously sexually. 
And then, you know, when it comes to those moments where he wants to take charge, that's how I think of it. I feel like even men can be submissive too. Because sometimes I know as myself, as a woman, sometimes I want to go above and beyond. Like, I got this. And that's and that's the man, you know, having to say, all right, well, you know, you want to take it, you, you do that. And that's being submissive on his part. Right. I don't know. It's just like a, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, being submissive, it's not for everyone. And it, if it's something that she, it, hey, if she like it, I love it. You know, that's their relationship. That's something that they got to deal with. What's her definition of it? I don't, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, when she was talking, I was just like, uh, what? <laughs> but um, actually, I can I can play what she said. Hold on. Okay. Let me play what she said before we get into the next topic. <laughs> Jack says, I think Patty's thinking Fifty Shades of Grey. Maybe. <laughs> when I hear this wow. definition, like you just said, Adrian. Submitting has a negative connotation. It means that you are less important. You are lower than that person that you're submitting to. It usually can be like, you know, referenced as somebody who works lower than you. And that's not what I'm referring to here. Yeah, but what I really true. learned in my life or my definition of marriage, I'm not saying what I want works for everybody. I'm saying for me, I'm a very dominant woman. I own my business. I lead my teams. I played my own manager, my own publicist, my own lawyer when I yeah. didn't have money to have those people. So I make the decisions in my life. When I come home, I am a, I, I like the idea that my man leads us. That doesn't mean that in this case, Jay makes all the decisions for us. That doesn't mean that when he says, hi, Jeannie Mai. All right, so that was really it. So, okay, so with being submissive, She's basically saying what you kind of said a little bit as well, how you kind of, you know, are in the, in the workforce and things like that. And I get it. But, you know, when I think of submissive, I think of like in back in the day <laughs> when. Yeah, like you just waiting on your man. like. But I mean, it, it's OK for guys to lead, you know, sometimes. But even if, if I'm my own boss and, and things like that. I feel like in a relationship or even in a marriage, you know, if we're meeting each other at the round table, it should be mm -hmm. a 50-50 thing. You know what I'm saying? And if he yeah. wants to take the lead sometimes and handle certain things, great. I'm all for that. But, you know, I just feel like we should be equal partners. And, you know, that's yeah. what I just feel in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like when you're in a relationship, though, there's going to be some times where one person is leading the other person. And that's just like, it's natural. You're not always going to come 50-50. Sometimes somebody wants to do something more for the other person or whatever the case is. But I kind of agree with, with what she's saying. But at the same time, um, I just could never fully commit to just being somebody's like, yes, woman, yeah. you know, or somebody's like, you have to do this when you come home. Like, no, motherfucker, leave me alone today. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm never gonna. Sorry, let me get into the comments. Um, Ash says, at the end of the day, it's partnership. There are situations when I'm going to take the lead naturally, and the same for him naturally leading, where he's more knowledgeable. We both submit in different ways. Mm -hmm. Right. Jack says, yes, yes. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the next um, release. So somebody sent in a few letters. Well, a few people sent in a few letters. You want to read mm -hmm. that? Okay, let me get to it. All right, Dear FY Podcast, I recently started an online boutique with a friend of mine who I used to date years ago. I recently, oh, recently she has been asking her current girlfriend to model for our website. I told her she could, and we set up the photo shoot. At the photo shoot, her girlfriend kept changing the looks that I put together. Oh, hold on. Something happened. Okay, at the photo shoot, her girlfriend kept changing the looks that I put together and refused to wear certain things. This was unprofessional for a model to do, so I told my partner that she needed to fire her as the model and we can go with someone else. Now we aren't talking because she feels like I disrespected her girlfriend because I'm jealous. What should I do? Um, I mean, in a business, 
I feel like it's it's hard to go in business, especially when you're in business mm-hmm. with friends. Um, I don't feel like she's wrong at all. No, she's she's definitely not not wrong, but you don't. To me, I just feel like you don't mix business with that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you are, um, she shouldn't hide her girlfriend. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like if if you felt like especially was, knowing that that's your ex, the 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 current girlfriend probably knows right. that you're her ex and probably came in with that attitude. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like I don't respect that bitch. You know right. what I mean? That's that's something that you can't really. That it's a it's a messy situation. Just like Dancing said, it is very messy, very very messy. Yeah, but I feel and like- I don't think that that she was being jealous or anything like that. I just feel like the the other girl came in there with the attitude like I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. Right, but when you're mixing that type of thing, it can be very very messy. But she should have never agreed to allow her to um to model right to be a part of it because that's when you know at a, with a partnership you're supposed to be like you know what we shouldn't have any body that we're connected to you know what i'm saying it's yeah. somebody that we hire like on the outside you know what i'm saying because I, right. I feel like she was she was just probably trying to be nice and show that she didn't care about what was going on but even as like a model coming in like me thinking like if that was my business if I'm, if I'm, if these are my, if these are my clothes, I'm putting together a look for my catalog, my magazine, my website, there's a certain look I want to present. Why the fuck are you changing the look that I'm giving you? And why are you refusing to wear certain pieces? No, you're fired. Business, business friend, whoever you are, you would be fired because that's unprofessional and you came here for one purpose only. And you're not willing to provide that. And the partner should have been like, I get it. Because, you know, business-wise, this is what we're looking for. And my girlfriend didn't represent that. And I'm going to let her go. And I'm going to talk about that with my girlfriend. I'm not going to let it interfere our business. Right. So the yeah, You okay over there? Yeah, I'm like, what is that noise? Here it goes and shit. It's a very, very messy situation. You have to, you definitely have to be careful when you're mixing those type of okay it's the ice machine all right well you you're mixing those type of um it's very sticky so i have a a question right so mm-hmm. i was so simone actually sent this to me shout out to simone um she <laughs> sent this to me um and it was basically relating to um being in a relationship mm-hmm. with um, hold on, I'm trying to find it. So it says, ladies, if sex is going to be a chore for you, why do y'all consistently push monogamy on men? Now, um, <laughs> just to play a little bit of what he said, because I, I felt, I felt, I felt a way about this because it's like, yeah, me too. I feel attacked. <laughs> allowed. So listen, based on our marriage laws and uh-huh. the the contract we signed with each other, right? To have sex with anybody else. Right. So these urges that come, mm-hmm. I have to share them with the one person I decide to spend the rest of my life with. Right. So that, that brings me back to my, my, my soundbite. Okay. Right. I don't understand, and this is what we can discuss, mm-hmm. as a woman, because I don't, I don't want to say it's a man versus woman thing, but a lot of women do complain, oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? Mm-hmm. If sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly push monogamy on men? If you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time, just wanting you, mm-hmm. why do you push monogamy on him? Okay. All right. So uh, her response is basically what my response is about to be right now. All right. Let me get mm-hmm. the going before I, I, I get into his ass. Um, now, I feel like when you're in a relationship or a fucking marriage, nobody's pushing monogamy on you that's just basically an unspoken rule because if i was out here giving away your walk you'll be all in your feelings you get what i'm saying so it's like okay well we're not if 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 the monogamy part is an issue then it wouldn't be an issue if we're in a relationship well so we're basically at an open relationship then you know what i'm saying like sometimes i feel like you know guys don't understand 
when it comes to women and, and guys may feel this way as well when it comes to having sex sometimes your mind isn't there because you're mm-hmm. dealing with so much shit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. especially if you got kids and you're running around chasing the kids all around the house, getting their shit together, cooking dinner and all of that shit. And he's coming home. He didn't eat. He took a shower. And then at the end of the night, you know what I'm saying? He's he's he ready for some loving. He, yeah. And he wants all the attention. He wants all the attention. But you didn't give all your attention to the kids all day long, helping with homework and all of that shit. Or you could just have a, a headache. Your cycle could be coming on. You know, I, I just feel like with the whole monogamy situation, it's like, yo, if we're going to be in a relationship, we're both agreeing to that. I'm not pushing right. shit on you, you know? How do you feel? Right. Absolutely. I agree with that. I feel like if you're marrying somebody or if you're in a relationship with somebody, then you've already committed. You've already, this is the person for you. So whatever comes with that, especially when it comes to sex, because nobody's going to always be in the mood for sex. Sex cannot happen 24-7. It can't. It's just not like that. Right. But if it's if it's coming to a point where, you know, you feel as if you're not getting enough sex from your partner and you feel the urge to go outside of your marriage or, or your relationship, then there's a conversation that needs to be had. I feel like this young man is holding in some resentment. Or something, <laughs> you know. He's not angry. A, they've been married for a long time. I, I don't know the name of their um their podcast, but it's like a husband and wife podcast. And um, mm-hmm. you know, she was she was going in on him like, yo, like, and he's like, oh well, you're not answering the question. She's like, yo, I'm I am answering the question. She's like, yo, I didn't force you to do anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we agreed to be in a relationship, and I just feel yeah. like, you know, I I shouldn't have to fucking be a 24 hour. Krispy Kreme donut stop hot and ready like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right like, absolutely it, it shouldn't be that way but you know I just think guys are not as sensitive when it comes to women and their feelings you know when it comes to sex. so what is normal like like what is normal for men like how much sex do you actually need to feel satisfied a week a day like what is like what is going to satisfy them you know what it is? I don't even think guys be wanting sex every day. I just feel like they just, in their mind, they want that option. They want to have that option to to have sex every day. Just be like, oh, yeah, I want to have. But I, I just feel like with if you have a fucking job <laughs> and you're busy and you got shit going on in your life, I, as a man, you know, yeah, you want to have sex sometimes, but every single day and you're working a full-time right. job and it's just a lot of shit going on, I, I don't see it. I mean, but I could be wrong. Um, you can read the comments a little bit. Yes, it looks like we got some comments over here. So Ash said, oh, wait, hold on. Let me go to Vintage. Especially when you live with shorty, sex not happening every day on command. Right. And you're a man. So, you, so okay, you understand. All right. So Ash says, um, good point, Star Life gets busy. However, in a relationship when sex was frequent and important, when they get married, then the sex disappeared. And that's huge. So people need to make time for each other. Right. So there's Okay, I can see that. that. Right. So even like you being in a relationship, me being married, there's nothing wrong with making time to have sex for your spouse. You know what I'm saying? But I, right. I what I what I think people don't realize and a lot of people won't admit to it, but I've had several conversations with people who are married and people that are in a relationship how their sex life has been affected due to COVID. You know what I'm saying? Due mm-hmm. to being in the house every single day, especially when it mm-hmm. was on a strict lockdown. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just feel like when life, when life events and things change, that changes the, the dynamics of your sex life or whatever's going on. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily always um, lead to a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, okay, like, say y'all haven't had sex because, you know, there's been a lot going on. It doesn't mean you guys don't love each other or somebody's stepping out. It's just a lot of shit that's been going on. But I just feel like you have to make time. She's right. You definitely have to make time because you don't And it sounds weird. It sounds weird, like, scheduling sex. But you do. You have to implement that into your into your life. Right. Whether it be you guys say like, okay, we're gonna have like a fun date night, but it's gonna be like sexual, or we're gonna have like a sex game night where it's just me and you, and we're playing like sex games, or let's get drunk tonight and have like just make that time or like you know initiate so that both you are on the same page because like I said, 
when you're going through so much and you're living together and you're dealing with so many things on a different day-to-day basis, these people are on the same page. You guys are dealing with different things. So you might come in looking at the girl like, damn, she looked good. I want to, you know, have sex. But she probably like, damn, I'm tired. Like, I didn't been working all day. I, I've been on my feet all day. I'm ready to hit this bed. I don't want to see nothing here, not to talk to nobody. And imagine, so you, you have to do it on a time when you guys are on the same page. Right. And imagine how many marriages have been fucking broken up due to fucking COVID. Um, right. So many relationships. Right. So many marriages. You want to um, jump into the last few um, comments and then we'll go to the next uh, topic, the next story. Yes. So <laughs> Jack says some men multiple times. Sometimes I think it's therapy to them to escape like a drug. And Ash says you can't go from four times to several months and drop to once a week or once a month. That's crazy. Communication needs to be had right. So um, Sin says true. So yeah, that, I mean, I, I agree with. with Is Sin Simone? Yeah. What happened to her name? <laughs> Fancy now. Um, okay. <laughs> but um, I agree. I agree with you, Ash. Like, yes, it that's a drastic change, but you also got to think what transpired during that time. You know what I'm saying? But right. communication is definitely key. Um, yeah. All, All right. right. Let's hop into the next topic. Okay. Dear FY Podcast, me and my girlfriend... Oops. We'll stop moving. Me and my girlfriend haven't seen each other in a while. We don't live near each other, and she is coming to visit me this weekend. I put on some extra pounds, and I'm curious to see if the sex is going to be different. It's been four months since she last saw me, and I've gained about 50 pounds. We speak on FaceTime, but I'm afraid her seeing me in person might change how she, how she feels. From a woman's perspective, have you ever dealt with the main ga- with a man gaining excessive weight during a relationship, and how did you feel? Here's some info. I weighed 220 when we first met, and now I'm 272, and I'm 5'9". Oh, I mean, is he fat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's a little chunky. Yeah, yo, that, that, oh, wow. Like, okay, I get that you may have gained weight, right? Mm-hmm. But 50 fucking pounds, my nigga, like. Do you think like that will change the sex? I don't know. I think that might change the sex a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Especially if his stomach is in a way and I'm trying to ride that shit like a rodeo. Get the fuck out of here. No, uh-uh. No, no, So no. my question is, is your penis longer than your belly like is like does your penis surpass your stomach well that's what you should if that's the case you know what i mean like i wouldn't want to i wouldn't do that because that you know it's a personal question if i would have got that message i would have been like how long is can you see your dick can you see your dick if you can see your dick i i think i think you might be good you know but if you can't see it you might have some problems and just you know if all that fails, doggy style. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, okay. Let now let's let <laughs> me let's switch it around a little bit, right? Okay. Fifty pounds is a lot to gain over fucking the whole COVID shit. I packed on a few pounds too, and yeah. I don't like the pounds. It's been four months. I don't four like four months. Fifty pounds. Right? So I I'm not even gonna tell y'all how much weight I gained because I think my doctor's scale. Is a it's, it's evil. It's against me. I hate it. That's all. So now let's let's switch it. Let's reverse. Now what if it was the woman who gained fifty pounds? He's pushing that stomach up, and he's doing what he got to do. I don't care about that. If your girl was always in shape and looking good, and she gained fifty pounds, that nigga's gonna be looking at her like, uh, what the fuck? And you haven't seen her. Like in in four months, but you know, knowing niggas, they be like, "Yo, Facetime me, let me see that pussy." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, fuck what you look like. Right, but put that stomach on my face. <laughs> yeah. So Vince said four months. Yes. Apparently, they live they live far like far apart from each other. Uh-huh. That's a that's a long time. Jack now. says, "Do I need to push the tummy or not?" <laughs> But my thing is this, is a nigga, like, I feel like this, a real man don't really give a fuck about 
what your stomach is or you got stretch marks or you know them tiger you know prints or whatever he gonna lift that stomach up and go for the goal like you know that's a real man these niggas out here got people on them instagram models you know they may have an issue with it but they ain't paying for no uh liposuction so Okay, Vintage said, you worried about the wrong issue. Not seeing your shorty in four months is the real issue. Right. Then, oh my goodness. So, like, I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it depends. It depends on what the sex is going to be like. So I'm just saying, I wouldn't worry too much about the sex. If this is your girlfriend, she's probably, you know, you guys have been FaceTiming, like you said. She's probably seen, seen it. You know, she's probably expecting you to be a little chunkier than you was before. And just put it down, you know? Lead off with the head. Yeah. Lead off with the head because your mouth didn't change. Your tongue ain't lose no, you know, ain't lose its size. So start with the head. And then, like I said, if all else fails, doggy style. You know, she'll feel all of that. Whatever you got. Period. <laughs> all right. So let me let me read. Uh, the poom poom warm and tight, right? Should I hope so after fucking four months. <laughs> Yo, I cannot do. Wait, where's my um? Oh, here it goes. All right, so then the one that I receive is uh, dear FY podcast. Um, I need to figure out how to get my man back. We was dating for about two years, and it was good, except for when it came time for me to give him head. I told him that I wasn't comfortable with it, um, and it's something that I'm just not really into. Um, apparently he got, I can't really see because I'm trying to read off of this screen. Let me see something. All right, let me get to my phone. Um, all right, so, dear FY Podcast, I need to figure out how to get my man back. We was dating for about two years, and it was good except for when it was time for me to give him head. I told him that I wasn't comfortable with giving head, and it's just something that I'm not into. I guess he had enough after two years and ended it um, a few months ago. I'm at a point now where I want my man back. He's a good man, and I've been practicing. <laughs> and I'm willing to give him what he wants. The problem is, is he's dating a bitch that I don't like, and I refuse to lose a good man to um, a hoe like her. And I honestly love him, and I'm willing to do what he wants. Help. I'm trying to know who she's been practicing on. And Geneva, you're you're pretty good with giving advice as far as like when it comes to, to sex. So, <laughs> give her so, because mine's ain't gonna be good. <laughs> okay, so first of all, you've kind of already lost him because he's with the girl who's already given him head. You so your only option. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, she probably you know she probably been had practice other than whatever you whoever you practicing on. And don't tell this man that she was practicing. That's the first thing. Don't tell him that. So you're going to think you're weird. Um, second, secondly, what you got to do is you got to invite him over and just pull his pants down and just show him that you've been practicing. You got to tell him nothing. Just pull it out and just do it. And if he likes it, then you might have a chance. If he doesn't like it, you might need to move on and practice some more. I don't know, but you know, the, the bitch that he's with, she might be like a superhead pro. So that may yeah. be a bit of conversation. Using grapefruit and shit. But I, I will say this, like, it's only been a few months. Like, let's let's be, you know, realistic about the situation. It's only been a few months. And, um, you know, you're willing to go that extra mile. So I feel like, I feel like there, there still may be a slim chance of him, um, you know, taking her back. He's willing to give the sloppy toppy. Um, you know, but they again, gotta be real sloppy. She gotta, I mean, I mean, the practicing that she's been doing, it really gotta pay off. I mean, she really had to been have practicing because she really has to really get in there and, and do her job and she has to do it like she's bought not no shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ain't no shot head here. You're trying to get him back, you gotta let everything go, <laughs> and then you're gonna have to probably use some pussy too. <laughs> She might have to use a little bit of pussy too. I'm just saying. Wait, I thought you said she might have to eat a little bit. I was about to say, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, that that depends on what she's into, but no, yeah, no. Yo, all right, they're in the comments laughing. So wait, let's go up from um. <laughs> you read what Jack said. That poom poom woman tight. Uh, uh Vincent Fitz says she don't care. She already got size on deck. 
Wow. Sim says women are way more okay with that than men. Um, Neek says no head, no way. Right. Like, mm -mm. Jack says, thank you. What have sucked that dangling from the jump? Right. Like, what are you so scared of, baby? If you can take the dick, take it. The right way. Sometimes I feel like with, if you're not good at it, you could be a little, you know, uncomfortable. Like, you know. But my thing is, you have to, you have to block that out of your head that you're not good part because all you got to do is just lick it. Like, just don't use no teeth. Just just lick around there. Like, suck it. And ask him, like, am I doing a good job? Just look up and look helpless. Just look up and look helpless with the <laughs> wet mouth. He'll be like, he's doing a great job, baby. And he'll show you how to do it. Yeah. Like, just, you know. Advances, I have a question for you, right? Um, <laughs> that's because so that issue's over. Uh, so, Vances, I have a question, right? So, is in any guy in a chat like if a woman is not willing to give you head does that automatically just turn you off and there's no relationship there at all like is is head a deal breaker because i feel like sometimes you she has to have fire pussy can be able to get past that yeah especially if she got fire like you should definitely be able to get past that yeah you say uh, she has to learn to enjoy. All right, but what if she's just, she just can't do it at all? And it's trash. But it's that's the turn off. That would turn me the fuck off. Think about that. A man eating you out, just don't know what he's doing. Ain't no effort. He's like, ah, look. <laughs> he's trying to taste it, but he's scared. What the fuck? Like, why are you scared to taste it? Like, what? It would be. You know? <laughs> that would turn me off immediately. Like, let me let me show you. And if you don't want to learn, and you gotta go, cause I got somebody else who know how to do it. Okay? Cause yeah, that would definitely <laughs> not okay. Uh, I don't know. So stay pure. Stay pure, said. Vita said, "I can work with you." Okay. All right. All right. Two different. So I, okay. So that's good because you know some guys don't really care. Other guys be like, nah, baby, you gotta have to learn how to. Yeah, you prepare for that. <laughs> all right, let's jump into the last one before we go. Was that it? That's all you had? No, I got one more. Hold right. on. Um, <laughs> their FY podcast. My sister invited me and my new boyfriend over to her birthday dinner with the family. I've been dating him for a short while, but he seemed like a nice guy, so I figured, why not? I let him know that he was invited, but the problem is I don't introduce my parents to just anyone. So now I'm feeling nervous about bringing him with me. I told him that I changed my mind and I wanted to go alone. And he told me that I'm just being childish and that he insists on going. I don't know what else to tell him to let him know I really don't want him to go. So should I just let him go and see what happens? Um... I don't know. It's a sticky situation because you already invited him, so you can't you can't take back an invite. Like you can't. You like, can't uninvite somebody, right? right? Like I just I feel like that that is a bit childish to take back the invite. You know, she should have kind of thought about that before she invited him. Like that, those are options that you weigh prior. Like oh, like my right. mom and dad's gonna be there, and I don't really invite him. Should I do it? You know what I'm saying? Like that's not something. You go, oh, he's invited. Cool. Hey, you're invited. Like you know what I'm saying? I think she kind of jumped the gun a little bit too quick. But you can't go back on it. Just bring them. I would just. Yeah, I mean, how long are you wait waiting? You know, like if your sister's inviting him, she must like him. She must know that your parents are going to probably like him. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with it. Like, yeah, you don't want to introduce your parents to just anybody, but I also feel like as a fucking grown woman, you are going to date. So you're not, in yeah. and you're not inviting him as. Yeah, this is my future husband. Like, hey, this is a nigga. You can say this is my friend. Right. Yeah. That I'm kicking it with with who we've been dating for a while. And and that's it. Like yeah. your parents are gonna look at it as. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you tell your parents the situation, then that's how they're gonna view the situation. Your father's not right. gonna be over there like, hey, well, what are your intentions with my daughter? Because that's not where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. I just feel like at some point, like I get it, it's scary introducing your parents to people. But at some point, you have to understand if you're dating somebody, that they're going to want to meet your parents and that things like this are going to happen. They're going to be invited. The holidays are coming up. You can't just leave them out. He's probably going to invite you over to his family's house. Loosen up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? All you're doing is dating. If it don't work out, it don't work out. You know? Shit. Yeah, I feel it. Um, but anyway, so hopefully he figured it out. So Vanja said that he's willing to work with her as long as she gets better. 
uh, Jack said her phone is messing up. I'm, I'm thinking about getting a new iPhone, but I think they got enough of my money. Yeah. My phone's been doing some weird stuff to it, like locks me out of Snapchat, Zoom, like anywhere where I need like a camera. It just logs me out of today. So I'm just over it. Yeah. So, you know, when a new phone comes out, they start fucking us over. But, um, yeah. Vance said, um, nah, tell him never mind. <laughs> she can. She can definitely do that. I just feel like you can't do that. He already invited himself. He says either way, he's going. So you don't have to deal with that. Yeah, he's already invited, baby. But, um, all right, so we're about to get out of here. Make sure you guys follow us on all platforms, on Instagram, subscribe, hit the like button if you have not already did so. Uh, we will be back next week. And yes. um, we we have a we have something special coming soon within the next few weeks um, that we're gonna make a um, a good announcement a good announcement we're gonna make it I don't know we're gonna make a good announcement <laughs> so we'll we'll be making an announcement um, and um, oh you can email us at fypodcast one at gmail. You can follow us at FY Podcast on Instagram, um, our website, www.fypodcast.com. Um, my Instagram, Starzy, Z-Z-E-E, Patty Mayo, Patty Mayo, two Ys. Until next time, we are out. Thank you guys for always uh, rocking out with us. I know we were gone for two weeks. My arm is feeling better. Hopefully it can see. Look at her using it. <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, but anyway. Love you guys. Yeah.